Hey, 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 Father Craig Vosick, your host for Real Presence Live, coming straight from the University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota, perched atop the beautiful hill overlooking the city and the valley of the Missouri River. You, if you haven't been here to the University of Mary, I know that Real Presence Radio is not like a sponsor of University of Mary, but I am because I work here. I want to invite you to come and visit. It is a fabulous place. It is a place where people are growing in love with Jesus and his church. Uh, so I want you to come to you, Mary. But what I'm doing right now is I'm taking your phone calls. Um, there it is. Check it out, everybody. You can call in right now uh, to your Catholic radio station at 877-795-0122. We do this uh, segment called Straight Talk. It's your opportunity to share your questions or comments on topics relating to the faith or on things happening in the world around us. It can be about religion. It can be about culture. It can be about what's happening in your state, your town, the world. You can ask any question. You're going to get a Catholic perspective, or at least my perspective. Uh, and I guess since I'm a priest, I'm supposed to have a Catholic perspective on things huh but uh, so you can call in at 877-795-0122 uh, straight talk your host father Craig Vosick with you today you can also go on to real presence radio's Facebook page and you can submit your comment there I also share it onto my Facebook page and I think it's on Twitter as well uh, so you can do all of that. We'd love to hear from you, and we will uh, answer those. I will talk to you. Uh, this can be your five minutes of fame on an international radio station. Wow, you can get in. It's going to be great. So again, the phone number, 877-795-0122. We're doing it for an entire half an hour, so you can get on the phone right now and ask your questions. So please do. Uh, I had coffee at, uh, I started drinking coffee by around 7 o'clock this morning just so I could be awake. Sometimes it's slow. Sometimes it's slow to get my mind going. Um, and it only stays on for about four hours every day. Uh, so you're in my window of, of hoped for wisdom right now, everybody. I even prayed this morning, which is great. So uh, call in 877-795-0122. We have someone on the phone. We have someone on the phone that I want to talk to, let me tell you. I really want to talk to this person because it's his birthday today. My buddy, my bestie buddy, Father Brian, you're on the phone. Brother, are you there? I'm here, man. I'm here. Dude, happy birthday. Wow, thank you. Thank you. On the feast of St. Simon and Jude, is your middle name Simon or Jude or both? I I wish it was either of those, but it's not. Uh, Father Brian, am I supposed to know your middle name since you're my best friend? I mean, I know your middle name. Don't say that. It's Alan. It's your middle name is Patrick. Yeah, I know, but your middle name I'm, is David. No, it's Lee. Lee, I knew that. See, that was my next guess. Yeah. Right. Dude, I'm so glad that you're alive. I just want to say that to everybody. This is actually, Father Brian, this is a great way for us to actually do a show together. We can just call in when he's when each other at hosting and just like steal the show for an entire half an hour. Seriously, what a gift. <laughs> All right. So, brother, brother, my brother, what's what's happening today? What are you thinking about? Yeah, so here's, here's my question. Um, so God has given us all gifts. 
And uh, he wants us to use those gifts for the building up of his kingdom, actually. So um, in Mass today, the first reading, St. Paul talks about how we're members of the household of God. Yeah. Uh, and so being members of the household, we all have different, you know, different chores, we could say, that are assigned to us, different gifts that are given, so that yeah. we can use them to build up the house, to, to keep the house in good order. Right. Um, my question is, what if I insist on trying to use a gift that I don't have? Mm-hmm. So the example that's, that's in my mind is, let's say, I, I have this strong desire to heal people when I pray with them. Yeah. And this, for whatever reason, is a gift that God just hasn't given to me. Uh, and yet I, I insist on, every time I encounter somebody who's sick or who has cancer or who has broken bones or whatever, I insist on saying, I'm going to pray with you and we're going to ask God to heal you physically. Yeah. Um, is, that, is, is that harmful? to the church rather than helpful? Uh, that's, that's my question. Is it harmful rather than helpful if I try to use a gift that I don't have? Yes. Okay. Wow, brother, you're awesome. This is great. So everybody who's listening right now, this is exactly the way that phone calls go between Father Brian and myself. He will call and he'll say, <laughs> good master, I have a question. And then he'll ask his question, then we'll have a great conversation, quoting Bible verses back and forth to each other in the example of the lives of the saints and uh, the life of the church. And this is, this is the way our conversations go. So basically, you're all just peeking in on a weekly conversation between Father Brian and I. Um, this is great. I would, here's, here's what I would say. Uh, good teacher. Um, if I desire to use the gifts that God has in the church, which is what you're citing here, I desire to use a gift that the church actually has within it. That's noble and beautiful and wonderful, and I should strive for the great gifts. I mean, St. Paul says, strive for the greater gifts, but you strive for any of the gifts. Strive for the gifts, right? So we should be eager and we should have a desire, and that's what you're saying you have or somebody might have. They have a desire to use it, right? So that's the first thing. Mm -hmm. We should have that. We should have the desires for the things of Jesus rather than the things of the world. We should have this. So, all right, we just presuppose that we should have the desire. That's incredibly important. Um, But then there is the word that you used if a person insists on using it. Uh, when, When I hear the word insist, I think whether God permits it or whether God wants it, whether it's God's will or not, if I'm insisting on something, uh, it's almost as if I'm going ahead of the will of God and saying, no, 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 God, I know better than you do on this one. I insist rather than on what God insists. So I'm just hearing that. I'm not saying that's what you're saying. But if a person insists on something and God's not giving it, uh, that person, I would recommend to that person to take the desire, which is what they're insisting on. I have a desire, so I'm insisting on the desire. Take the insisting reality, bring it back to Jesus, surrender and submit it to him in great confidence and trust, saying, Jesus, you know I have this desire. You know that I want to insist on this because I really think it should happen. But I have to, in humility, I have to surrender this to you because you're the only one who can make this stuff happen anyway. The reason why that's so important, I think, is because if I try to go ahead of God's will on something, it could become harmful if I go up to someone and God doesn't want to heal that person right now. And I say, no, Jesus wants to heal you right now. And I pray for it. Nothing happens. It could weaken my faith and it could weaken the person's faith that I'm praying with because I've declared something that I think should happen when God hasn't declared it. That is Mm -hmm. harmful. That is harmful. 
I, or that can be harmful. And you see that. We see that uh, often when there's people and they're like sheep going around and no, there's there's wolves going around in sheep's clothing and they're declaring things left and right. A guy gets up and he says, no, Jesus wants to give you a million dollars. If you just send a thousand dollars to me, a million dollars is going to come back to you in a month. I promise it. God has declared it. Well, guess what? God hasn't declared that anywhere in, this, in the scriptures and in this uh, wolf's life. And so that's going to harm people's faith. Uh, and so, yeah, it can be hard. I'd say if I'm trying, if I'm insisting pridefully and going ahead of the will of God on something that God has not uh, declared he's going to do, even if it's something in general that he says he does, uh, but not in that particular circumstance, it could become harmful. What do you think about that, brother? I definitely, I see what you're saying, the, the insistence, right? They, like you say, it's, it's similar to our gospel from uh, yesterday, right, where um, the, the pride was what got the the Pharisee it wasn't it wasn't that his righteous deeds were bad it was right. that his pride was was he was he was looking around and insisting on his own thoughts rather than and even praying to himself rather than praying to the Lord in humility um, yeah I see what you're saying yeah so so there's two things there and they're both things that you that you said we should have those desires we absolutely should have, because I mean, I think one of the points that we oftentimes talk about, you and I, is that people don't have the same desires as Jesus a lot of times, or at least they're not manifesting them out, out loud. They're just like, well, I de-, they'd be like, well, you know, I'm suffering from this thing, and you know, it's just, it's just what I guess God wants me to suffer. It's like, well, have you asked him that? Like, are you sure that he wants you to suffer this? I mean, are you talking to Jesus? Have you, have you found out what Jesus desires? Are your desires the same as Jesus desires on this? Uh, so I think desire is huge. I mean, we're actually, we're reading a book uh, together right now, you and I, and uh, right. you know, one of the chapters talks about desires. Uh, talks about mm-hmm. that, that uh, this is from uh, Father Jean Delbay at the beginning of his chapter on, on desire. It says, no great things are going to happen if there's not first great desires. So we need mm-hmm. that. And so that's what you're saying. I, a person who desires to do the things that Jesus did and does, we should desire them. Um, but, but then again, it's that, it's that trustful surrender instead of, instead of like that insistence that could be pride. You know? Yeah. Here's my question. Yeah. What do you do on your birthday? How many cookies are you going to eat? Well, uh, some parishioners came and gave me, let's see, I've got seven cookies. I gave one away. Um, I have seven cookies left. Um, as well as, well, actually, I take that back. I've got, someone else gave me like 20 cookies. So I've got, I've got a lot of cookies to eat today on my birthday. Uh, dude, you love, how do people know that you love cookies? Did you tell them that? No, I didn't tell them. They, they just, just found made out. Them for me. Trust me, everybody. Father Brian likes cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. especially if they're good. Exactly. Especially if they're good on your birthday, brother. Great right. to hear from you. Yeah, man. Thanks for answering my question. All right. Enjoy your birthday. Thank you. Enjoy my birthday too. <laughs> we all will. <laughs> great. Right. God bless, bro. Bye. Thank you. God bless you. Bye. Oh, man. Everybody, you just experienced uh, pure delight. Anytime I can chat with my brother, Father Brian, uh, especially on his birthday, what a gift. Anytime that can happen, I, uh, I'm just in a happy place. I would like to spend every day with him. I would like to live with him. I would like to... Here's, my, here's a dream. A dream would be for he and I to be pastors in the same parish uh, together and just... Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that it would be a good idea. I'm just saying I would love it. I'm just saying I would absolutely love to be with my brother. 
All right. Uh, the phone number. Whoops. I forgot to give you the phone number because I've been hanging out with my buddy for so long. I apologize to everybody that I haven't given you the phone number. 877-795-0122. 877-795-0122. You can call in and ask any question you want about the Catholic faith. There are people walking by in the Lumen Vitae Center. If you have a question as you're walking by, if you have any questions, people, you come here and ask me those questions. I will answer any question that you have. There are people walking by, and they're like too nervous to get on the, on the, on the radio with me. Anyway, if you got a question, 877-795-0122. Actually, I'm going to propose this for the future, that I just get students in here as well and just have them ask all kinds of questions. That could be very exhilarating and wild. All right, so we've got another question. We have another question. This is a person who is chiming in uh, after Father Brian and I talked about uh, having desires uh, and the gifts that the Lord has poured out, the charisms, these stable expressions of giftings. Um, and should, should we not, could we harm the church if we try to do things that God doesn't want to do? So, um, so this is what a listener uh, calls in and asks, based on the conversation that you just had with Father Brian, does that mean we shouldn't pray for healing for ourselves or our loved ones? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see where you're going with this because I just said we should have great desires uh, and we should be doing, we should be hoping and asking for the things that Jesus does, but we shouldn't be pridefully insisting on things that he hasn't declared. Um, so that's the question. Should we not be praying? No, we absolutely should be praying. Jesus says in general, pray. Uh, pray for healing that these things would happen. The point that I was making simply, and I'm oftentimes not very clear when I speak, I recognize that. Uh, the point I was trying to make is if a person stubbornly insists that the thing that they want needs to be happening, that can become prideful and that can be contrary to what Jesus is up to. When I insist on my will, uh, and I would say like repeatedly, uh, over and over, aggressively, I demand that God do the thing that I'm saying I think is right. It's when I start to basically boss God around. Uh, that's what I would, that's what I mean. We shouldn't do that. We shouldn't boss God around. He's the boss. God is the boss. I'm not the boss. So we should definitely be praying. We should definitely be asking God, what do you want to do in this situation? And, and if we're, uh, you know, and if he's leaving it open and it's like, no, I don't know what to do. I should be talking to Jesus. I should be praying for these things to happen. Um, but then I should humbly submit it to him and not say, Jesus, you have to do this. Otherwise, you're in trouble and I'm going to put you in a timeout. God, you have to do this. Otherwise, uh, otherwise I'm going to tell everybody that you're a bad God. Mm, no, probably shouldn't do that. Um, so we should always be doing the thing that God invites us to do. We should be paying attention to the scriptures, having the desires of Jesus, the things that he's asking. We should move forward with those, find out what our gifts are, exercising our gifts, praying for all sorts of things, but humbly submitting rather than aggressively and uh, brazenly demanding that God do something for us because I deserve it or something like that. Well, we don't deserve actually very much. Uh, actually, yeah, the only thing we deserve, well, I'm not even going to say that right now. Uh, we were created and we live in the midst of a gift. Uh, so we want to be humble before the Lord. And the Lord's Prayer itself, uh, we ask that His will is done, not our will, right? And that's the main thing, is that, is that we ask that God's will be done, not our own. 
Now we bring our will, we bring our desires, we bring all the things, and we humbly submit it to the Lord. So thanks for that clarification question, um, which is really good. Call in number here, 877-795-0122. If you have any questions about anything in the whole world, you can ask them to me and I will pretend like I know the answer. Uh, that's what I'm supposed to do here for half an hour is just pretend that I know things. There are so many students walking by that I know and I wish they would just come and ask me questions. That would be really grand too. 877-795-0122. This is Straight Talk with yours truly, Father Craig Vasek at the University of Mary. Ooh, I even have professors walking by. They're really smart. They could come and answer questions. Oh, <laughs> married professors. <laughs> Showcasing their marital <laughs> That's great. I witness things, people. I am witnessing things at the University of Mary right now. You're calling in at 877-795-0122. You're also going to Real Presence Radio's page on Facebook.com or onto my page on Facebook. I also shared the link there. Let's see if anybody's asking anything. i got to refresh this. I need, like, a secretary. I need a full-time secretary who's willing to work for me for free. Is there anybody out there who could do that? I'm telling you, it would be great. Nothing there on my page. Let's see what's going on. We have a listener not on the radio. It was just Reformation Sunday, and about the same time as the Reformation, there was also the peasant uprising, where 100,000 peasants were killed. Did the Catholic Church have something to do with that, or did Rome have something to do with that? Let me tell you something. I know one thing and I don't know the other. I know what Reformation Sunday is. I know nothing about the peasant uprising. Dr. Stewart's here, though. He might know something about the peasant uprising. Uh, he's not listening to me right now. He's walking through our university center, and I know he would know this answer. He's a professor of history. Dr. Stewart, you would know this answer. He doesn't want to talk about it, though. All right, fine. Uh, I don't know anything about the peasant uprising, uh, but I do know that it's, it was Reformation Sunday. Reformation Sunday uh, is uh, a day that's marked um, with regard to... Um, uh, the events of the 1500s, we can say. Uh, there were a lot of events of the 1500s, but um, uh, the priest, uh, Catholic priest, Martin Luther, uh, Father Martin Luther, uh, had was struggling with a lot of things that was happening in the church, probably rightly so, with a lot of things, and theologically, pastorally, practically, lots of things were going on. And... Um, and uh, it ended up, I don't think that was his initial intention, it ended up separating from the, the Roman Church, the Catholic Church in Rome. Uh, and uh, there was a reform, uh, a revolution of sorts, uh, uh, a breaking away, uh, starting over, uh, I don't know, of various congregations in various places. And so we mark, uh, a number of people mark that. I don't think we mark it necessarily as a Catholic Church, but we recognize that it's, it's a thing that people mark uh, with regard to that. But I simply, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not very wise on this topic uh, about the peasant uprising uh, where, where so many people were killed. Uh, I've studied church history and it didn't come up, uh, but maybe that's not a good enough answer for you. <laughs> so I apologize that I'm not, I'm not up to speed on, on that. So we're here. We're still going. Uh, straight talk with yours truly, Father Craig Vasek. I'll give you the phone number again. 
0122. You can ask any question. You can state any concern. You can do whatever you want on the phone. You can ask me to pray for you. You can tell me that you don't like me. You can do whatever you like at 877-795-0122. And you can ask any question you luck. Dr. Stewart. Dr. Stewart, someone just asked about the peasant uprising where 100,000 people uh, were killed around the same time of the Reformation. Did the Catholic Church have anything to do with that, or what was the cause of that? It ha- with regard to the Reformation, yeah. He's not, on the, he's not on a microphone right now, but I'm nailing him on this one. I don't have to push Okay, here's what it, here's what I'm getting. It might have been inspired by uh, Martin Luther's call to up to rise up. Um, so not necessarily, it's not charged to Martin Luther, uh, but the but it wasn't the Catholic Church saying, "Hey, everybody, rise up." All right. So I know that this isn't very helpful for you who aren't because uh, he's not on the mic. So I apologize for that delay, people. But that's uh, I needed to get to the bottom of this. And Dr. Stewart is walking by, and he's a professor of history, and he knows everything about all things. So uh, it happened. There might have been some uh, various things uprisings. Uh, Martin Luther might have been asking people, hey, stand up. There might have been other people saying, no, you need to stand up, all these different things. But it wasn't a Catholic Church-sanctioned sort of event at all. So again, thanks for the question. I'm so glad that Dr. Stewart walked by, and I'm sorry to my producer right now if I made an awkward uh, guffaw by uh, having someone talk to me off air online. But we got to the bottom of it. You can keep calling in at 877-795-0122. I have somebody on the phone, I think. Uh, so, uh, is, is there someone on the phone right now? They're maybe coming on. We'll see if they're coming on, but we do have one, uh, on someone who didn't want to be on the phone, but wanted to ask a question. Uh, when you are praying, should you just keep praying formal prayers or can you take time to just sit in silence to be with the Lord throughout the day or should one follow former formal prayer? A uh, listener is reading Living Flame of Love by St. John of the Cross, and this question came up. I love everything about this question. I love everything about this question. Should I do formal prayers, or should I sit in silence with the Lord, and should I just speak to Him, what's going on? The person's reading Living Flame of Love by St. John of the Cross, and the question came up. The reason why I love this question is because it, everybody should be asking this question, and everybody should be moving forward on something like this. And Living Flame of Love is my, <laughs> is my favorite work of all time. I spent an entire year reading this tiny work. It's four little stanzas, and I can recite the entire poem to you. O living flame of love that woundest tenderly my soul in its inmost depths, as thou art no longer grievous, perfect thy work if it be thy will, break the web of this sweet encounter. That's the first stanza, and it goes on. It's this magnificent, mystical uh, poem that John of the Cross wrote after he was... uh, stuck in a, in, a, in a painful torture chamber by his own brothers in his community. It was terrible. Um, and he wrote this exquisite mystical prayer. And I prayed with it because he, it's the poem is there, and then there's commentary that he gives on his own poem. Um, that's how amazing this whole thing was. It was really anointed and, and really inspired. Uh, and so I love that. Uh, so that person's reading Living Claim of Love, and the answer is uh, formal prayer is good. When I recite prayers that are, uh, you know, official prayers of the church or whatever, those are good. They train me uh, how to pray in a way. Plus, they give me content that is good to pray for, and they give words to things that the church knows is good to be praying about. So formal prayers are magnificent. But as a, as a great monk told me once, he says, what's the purpose of a litany? 
This is what he asked. What's the purpose of a litany? And, uh, you know, you have a litany and it just goes on and on and on for a while and you say all these different words. And he said, what's the purpose of the litany? Is the purpose of a litany to recite the entire litany or is the purpose of the litany to pray? And it's like, well, both, isn't it? And he's like, well, not necessarily. The purpose of a litany is not to pray the whole litany. It's to pray. Uh, that's primary. It's to pray. And so uh, his point was if something strikes you, in those formal prayers, which are so good, if something strikes you in the midst of that, allow that which strikes you, whether it's kind of a movement of the heart or a, an illumination in your intellect or a, whatever the thing might be, uh, to allow that to then dictate where you're going. Allow for the prompting of the Holy Spirit, which is what the living flame of love is all about. The living flame of love is the Holy Spirit present in the human soul. Um, so the human person has an intellect and will, that's the faculties of their soul. The Holy Spirit comes in and dwells within us, and it is the Holy Spirit who actually moves us to pray. Uh, we can't pray on our own. Uh, it has to be uh, prompted by God. So um, is it good to pray formal prayers? Yes. Uh, are, is there a place for them in the church? Absolutely. The liturgy is filled with them. Uh, but it should not be disconnected from the heart or uh, the movement of the, of the soul uh, before God. And there is an entire dimension uh, that's been uncultivated by so many people of just sitting in silence, being with God without structured prayers. Here's what I say to people. Uh, when you're a kid, your parents tell you what to eat, you eat it, and you have to grow up in different things. Uh, you start with, uh, like, little food, like, what is it? I don't even know what the baby food, you know, it's like that little, whatever that stuff is, mushed up stuff. You don't stay on that your whole life. Uh, you move into things that are more substantial, uh, into meat and other things like that. Or, for example, when you're working out as a child, you learn little exercises. If you want to become a pro athlete, you have to do more than those little exercises. You have to advance, you have to move beyond the, the things that is the beginning. And I don't just mean that formal prayers are just the beginning and like the beginner thing, uh, but they, if we only do the prayers that we learned when we were a kid, like it, when I was a kid, I, I learned the angel of God and I learned a couple other prayers. If I only did that, which a lot of people do, they only do the things that they were taught as a child. And so they pray for two minutes before they go to bed, the angel of God or some other prayers. That's not going to sustain you as an adult. It might sustain you as a child. It's not going to sustain you as an adult. I guarantee it. It's just not going to work. You have to move into something more thoughtful, deeper, more intimate. So many people leave the church because there's no, no depth. Well, is there no depth because the church doesn't offer it? Or is there no depth because I haven't allowed myself to go into the depths? And I think Living Flame of Love uh, is a great example that there are depths beyond formal uh, prayers that we should definitely be pursuing. All right, so we've only got a couple minutes left here. Uh, I think a minute or two on Straight Talk with yours truly, Father Craig Vosick. Uh, and then we'll be moving into the rest of our show. But uh, just so you know, the number is, I don't think you can call in. I think it's too late to call in now. But for tomorrow, you can call in at 877-795-0122. We've got one last question here. My cousin, oh... This is a tough one. My cousin committed suicide and I pray for the repose of her soul. Is she going to heaven? This is a very serious question uh, and we don't have time to address it very thoughtfully. I apologize about that. Uh, yes, pray for the repose of her soul. Is God a merciful God? Absolutely. Can I tell you 
if anybody's going to heaven, I can't tell you any of that. That is not up to me. It is up to God. But what we do know is that a lot of people, when they commit suicide, uh, they felt a lot of pressure and a lot of things were coming against them and there wasn't a whole lot of freedom necessarily in their life. And so uh, the church mercifully understands that God does not hold, we know this, God doesn't hold things that happen against our will or... um, uh, things that happen when we're under undue stress, that there's mercy for us in the midst of those things. So uh, on, a, on a, just a cold level, uh, any time that we take life, we're not supposed to do that. Uh, and we know that. Uh, but when it comes to a topic like this, um, it's, it, we have to entrust uh, our beloved to the mercy of God who knows us better than we could ever know ourselves and who judges all things wisely and with great mercy. I would suggest that maybe you call in tomorrow. I think that would be great. Uh, to get maybe a little bit more time on that answer because we've just we've come to the end of our segment here Uh, so I've been glad to be with you uh, on Real Presence uh, straight talk segment that we do uh, with hosts and priests anytime every day uh, a half hour to to understand things from a Catholic lens Uh, I was hoping to get into a whole lot of other things Uh, I I said at the beginning of the show that I wanted to rant about Rambo uh, and maybe I'll have time maybe at the end of the show to rant about this but we're uh, actually we're coming out of time so everybody who called in today I want to thank you for participating in our straight talk segment uh, with myself, Father Craig Vosick. It looks like I do have about a half a minute left, so I'm going to rant for a minute. Um, I saw Rambo. I saw uh, whatever that guy's name is. He's a big popular guy. I can't remember it. Um, and he was doing his Rambo business. In that, he has a niece who wants to go to Mexico, to the uh, dangerous part of Mexico, to find her father. And he tells her not to. Sylvester Stallone. Okay, so she does it anyway. And she gets in trouble. She ends up into a human trafficking uh, ring of, of sex trafficking, a bunch of guys that are doing this terrible stuff. I am still mad. It's been two weeks, and I'm still mad about it. I'm so mad uh, with, with how men, I'm talking to men, in men who don't honor women and don't protect and provide for them. So, I guess i got to stop there. Uh, brothers and sisters, this was Straight Talk. Stay with us here at Real Presence Live. <laughs>